An interesting nickname he has is called uh, Cheetos. All his friends called him Cheetos. Because uh, every time they would see him, he would have a bag of Cheetos when he was younger. And then uh, the reason I told people to start calling me EJ is because um, they called me Wood Cheetos and I didn't like that at all. Like all his friends, I was not a fan of that. That was EJ Liddell, and this is On the Bench with Mike Hall. That's me. EJ Liddell is the superstar of the Ohio State men's basketball team. He decided to look at going pro after last year, his sophomore season, but chose to come back. And good thing for Buckeye fans, EJ's a great scorer, a matchup nightmare, good inside, great three-point shooter, really good defender too. He does everything. You need an assist, he's gonna find the open man. You need a board, he'll get you a bunch. And this is no surprise. He was first team all Big Ten last year. The year before, his first in college, he averaged 10 points. As a high schooler, he won the Illinois Mr. Basketball Award twice. This year got off to a great start for him in the Buckeyes as they beat number one Duke back in November. So my first question to him was, what was the best part about that memorable night? Uh, the best part probably was the reaction from like the fans because I the place was loud, it was rocking. I don't think I've ever been anywhere louder than that. Uh, the fans rushed the floor and I was just excited really. Uh, my mom and dad was here to see that. My mom was still nervous after the game. Like she was still shaking because she was like so scared of what was about to happen. But yeah, it was just a great time uh, just seeing everybody's reactions. How many court storms have you been a part of? That one and when we lost to Minnesota my freshman year. Yeah, we were ranked number two at the time. And uh, Marcus Carr gave us like 30. So, yeah, not a, not a good side of the court storm. It's a, it's a little more fun when it's your fans storming you after a win than other fans storming and you're, you're the team that lost. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, that was a terrible experience right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I... I did it a couple times as a student. And what I remember more than anything was it's hot. You yeah. have like 8,000 people or whatever on one small area and you're all jammed together. Like it's hot in there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I remember my teammate, Justice Suing, he didn't know people were storming the court. Uh, we were out there celebrating and then he just turned around. He said he would start sweating and stuff. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of my teammates guys like started hyperventilating. He was around so many people. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it was it, it was definitely hot. I mean, that is the thing. Some people really hate it and they worry about the the security stuff, and I get that. But I'm also like, geez, those memories are yeah, so yeah, unbelievable. Get those. Yeah, those are cool. Give me the give me the best uniform in the Big Ten. Best uniform. Yeah. I think I like Nebraska's Black Black History Month uh, Big Ten jerseys. Mm -hmm. That good. The design they had down the side, I thought those were pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Just representing, like, uh, I think it was uh, their first black athlete in the Big Ten or something like that. So they represented him. I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. My, I was going to nominate the cursive Buckeyes. Oh yeah, I, I thought I thought you just said in the Big Ten in general, but no, my I do. Jersey is the uh, white scripted. Yeah, white oh. scripted. Yeah, yeah it's, no, I agree. I, I wanted the Big Ten one, but I'm saying just me personally, the Illinois and the Ohio State one where it's scripted, the cursive uh -huh. out is so cool. Yeah, I love putting it on. I just feel feel real cool, you know. <laughs> do do you guys get any say in which jersey you're wearing that night? 
Uh, it depends. It depends. If our if our people don't know, they usually ask me like, "What jersey do y'all want to wear?" And I, and if it comes down to it, I'm always gonna pick that one. The white yeah. ones, yeah, that's my favorite jersey. At all. Wait, so so if nothing's decided, they come to you. You're the gatekeeper. It depends. Most of the time, they already have some decided, but probably like once or twice a year, they ask me what which jersey I would like, okay. or they put a poll out on Twitter for the fans <laughs> to see which one they would like as well. Okay, yeah, but then you just rig it. You just lie and say, oh, this is the curse of Buckeyes. We'll go with that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many people in your life call you Eric Jr.? Everyone. Everyone. Every, ever since everyone found out my real name around the program, they call me Eric. They don't call me EJ. Uh, probably on the court, they call me E. But after that, it's, it's all Eric. So <laughs> literally, my mom calls me Eric Jr. Uh, nobody calls me EJ, really. So the only people who are dumb enough to call you EJ are us media people who are doing it? When I first started getting put in newspaper articles, my high school coach asked me, do I want to be called EJ or Eric? And I told him EJ, so nobody knew my real name until somebody posted on Wikipedia that my name was Eric. So all, now everybody calls me Eric. So, yeah. <laughs> well, well, what do you want now? You wanted EJ in high school. What do you want now? I still want EJ. I don't okay. know. Eric is my dad's name, so... Cool. <laughs> okay, so we need to tell literally everyone in Columbus to knock it off. Call you EJ. It's fine. They can call me what they want, uh, as long as they they spell it right. That's all that matters. <laughs> How good was your dad as an athlete? He played football, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he was a right tackle. I don't know if his feet was quick enough to be a left tackle, but uh, he was pretty good. Uh, went to Illinois State, played four years. His team wasn't the best, so that really doesn't. Uh, define who he was as a player, but he was a, definitely a good uh, offensive lineman. Uh, <laughs> he told me he needs more respect when it comes to people saying I get my athleticism from my mom. <laughs> I, I can say I get like some some skills, uh, his touch. He said he was really good at basketball. He claims he was a point guard at 6'5", like in a church league or whatever. Don't believe that. But uh, yeah, uh, I have athletic parents for sure. You, you're telling me 30 years ago he was a 6'5 point guard? That's what he told me. And he has his friends to back it up all the time. And I, I just listen to it, I guess. Right. I don't believe it. But yeah. Uh, does does he have a nickname? Do we call him ES for Eric Sr.? Nah, an interesting nickname he has is called Cheetos. All his friends called him Cheetos because uh, – Every time they would see him, he would have a bag of Cheetos when he was younger. And then uh, the reason I told people to start calling me EJ is because um, they called me Blood Cheetos, and I didn't like that at all. Like all his friends, I was not a fan of that. So that's what they used to call me all the time. Little Cheeto. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't want that as mine either. No, I did not. Uh, what other nicknames have you had besides EJ? Was it, were you ever like the Panther or the Golden God or? No, nah, it's been EJ, really. Uh, Call myself Easy. That's my Xbox name. But besides that, uh, I saw somebody on ESPN call me Easy. I love that. I like that. And called me that. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's just been the EJ. So. What uh, what teammate has the best nickname? Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, I'd probably say Michi because he's been getting called Bad News his whole life, and I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, they call him Bad News. Bad News, Michi. Uh-huh. Oh, that is excellent. Yeah, that's I love that. Bad news. Oh man, I'm gonna use that. The next time he does something in a highlight, I'm calling him bad news. Yeah. Perfect. Uh -huh. Give me 
like the simplest break it down for a dummy. Give me the layman's version of what it was like playing the five last year versus playing a four this year. Uh, it was a it, it was it was crazy because I think every single night I gave up probably like six inches to uh, opponents because Big Ten tournament it was like night in uh, played Minnesota the next game we played Purdue then we played Illinois I mean played Michigan then we played Illinois and all those guys have seven foot and above but uh, it's a lot different uh, I'm guarding the perimeter more like this year uh just learning defensive side of the ball this year rather than last year and uh yeah just becoming the help side defender i think i'm getting pretty good at that blocking shots uh, getting back to my high school days <laughs> yeah when when you'd be going up against a kofi or a dickinson or whatever and they're seven foot whatever are they letting you know you're you're the mouse in the house comparatively no nah, i never look at it like that i use my quickness uh they have an advantage of height and uh size but i use my lateral quickness and stuff so it wasn't always like a, a mismatch uh but height wise obviously it was a mismatch but yeah. defensively I think I did pretty well against those guys. There, I know you're you're a guy who's known for a really good character and for being a team player but there had to be part of you last year that was like I'm not going to be a five in the pros like you want to spend all year playing a position that isn't my position uh it worked out for us because on the defense end I felt like uh it was a mismatch in some sense, but on our offense end, I felt like that opened up a lot more as well as me expanding my game to the uh, perimeter a little more, knocking down three-point shots. But I look at guys like Draymond Green, who guards fives all the time. Uh, P.J. Tucker's even even assigned to guys' best players at their fives as well. LeBron started the five sometimes this year as well. So I just look at guys like that and just say, uh, wherever I can affect the game, I can affect the game. Right. Yeah, I guess it's kind of becoming positionless to some yeah, degree. Yeah. Um, have you, I, I know you're busy, but do you ever get to watch the women's team? Like, have you seen Taylor Mike sell hit like six, three pointers all the time? Yes, definitely. I, I just love her work ethic. Honestly, every morning, six 30, she's in here shooting on the, uh, shooting machine in her gym. So, uh, going to the women's game, I actually had fun doing that. Me and my teammates go watch, uh, when she had, I forget how many against Maryland. It was just crazy. Like it was just not like just threes back to back to back. And I also watched J.C. Sheldon get her 1,000 points uh, the same week as I did. So that was pretty cool as well. That's right. Yeah, Mike Sell, do you know what her three-point percentage is right now? 50! That's crazy because she shoots a lot of threes too. That's, that's, that's yeah. She's something else. Um, all right, let me ask you about high school. You played for a powerhouse. Belleville, what's, what's it like playing ball there? Man, this is, I've, we've produced a lot of great guys in that area like uh, – uh, Jordan Goodwin, he's a big producer of Slew, Mark Smith, he's at Kansas State now. And me being younger than a lot of those guys, like Javon Pickett and Mizzou, uh, I can just name a ton of guys off. Just all those guys growing up, me younger than them, is just it was just a good learning experience before uh, we went up to Chicago and played powerhouses like uh, Simeon and Whitney Young. So. Right. You won Mr. Basketball Illinois twice. Yep. Do they give you something? Do you have a trophy? Yeah, I, I got two trophies. I got two uh, big basketball trophies. Uh, one of them is like um, I, I had to go to the ceremony, get uh, did a speech with Bria Bill. Uh, she's in South Carolina right now. But uh, the second one I couldn't go get because I had the Ball's Life All-American game that like conflicted schedules. But yeah, my coach went and got that for me. Okay, so where are they? Uh, my parents have like a little, uh, they just moved into a new house. So they have like a 
like a wall of all my awards and stuff just sitting up there. See, you're doing it wrong. You got to carry that with you. You need a backpack, stick them in there. Everywhere you go. Why is he got two golden basketballs? Oh, because I won Mr. Illinois basketball twice. Thank you. Uh, my parents won't let me keep any of the trophies. They have like a scrapbook of everything. They have all my trophies sitting in the living room. Yeah. Um, you won that award twice. Do you know the other player from the state of Illinois to win it twice? Yeah, Jabari Parker. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Great Come coach. on. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> um, did you consider Illinois for college? Yeah, I, def I definitely did. Uh, when I first there, they were my first actual offer uh, for college. John Gross was there at the time. He's an actor right now. Uh, he was there, and I was really excited uh, that I got my first offer from there. Uh, I just loved the uh, the program that they had. Um, but, I mean, it, it didn't turn out like that, honestly. Ohio State swooped in, and I just felt like I had a better bond here with everyone. So. Yeah. What is Chris Holtman like as a recruiter? As a recruiter? Uh, he's honest. He's definitely honest. He tells me things I need to work on. He's not going to tell me I need to uh, come here come here and be like a one and done. I have to work for stuff like that. Uh, he set out a plan for me. Uh, he let me know if I keep doing this and improve and improve, I'm going to get to my main goal. So uh, as a recruiter, I feel like he's honest. He hasn't changed since I've been here. And just as a, a unit, as a coaching staff, I feel like they're all great people. Yeah. What's he like away from the court? He's, he's actually really funny, to be honest. He, he makes a lot of funny jokes. Uh, I think the funniest things he ever said that, that he had drip. That was funny. I didn't know where he learned that from. Like he's talking about his outfits and whatnot and his shoes. And I, I will agree. Agree with that. He's got drip. Yep. <laughs> Do you have to give him fashion advice at all? Nah, he he's he's top tier with that. Yeah. Well, it's nice they don't have to wear suits anymore on the sidelines. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's enjoying that. He's been taking full advantage of that. <laughs> um, he said once, "You have quote the best smile in college basketball." You agree? Uh, yeah, definitely, no doubt. Uh, I think it's just a, a, genuine, a genuine smile when I do it all the time. So uh, I just, it's, it's just joy in my smile every time I smile. So. Who brings it out the most for you? Honestly, myself, I just enjoy waking up every single day, uh, just having the opportunity to be better than I was yesterday. So that's uh, a good answer forward to that. Who's the guy on the team that makes you laugh the most? We got a lot of lot of personalities on this team, so I'd probably say Zed, Zed definitely, because he's just like a, a random individual. Like he just do something like impulsive, like he has a quick burst of energy, and I just look at him like, "What are you doing?" So <laughs> probably, yeah, probably Zed. But we have a lot of different guys on the team to make me laugh. So. Yeah, I've been uh, really impressed with what Malachi has been doing his first year uh, in college. What's he like as a person? Malachi, he's he's a learner. He's a hard worker, uh, and he's a bucket getter. Honestly, I saw that uh, the first couple of days of open gym. He was trying to uh, fill his way in. I just told him like, bro, shoot the ball, do what you do. I watched like your high school highlights, and him just getting more comfortable and him uh, putting in the work every single day in practice is gonna help him in the future. So, great guy off the court as well. So you watched his high school highlights before he joined the team. I watch everybody's high school highlights. When I be bored in my room, I look up all my teammates' highlights and just watch them. <laughs> just really? Yep. Mm -hmm. Who's got the best uh, – if you had to put, like, a mixtape of the best highlights, who has it? 
would say Zed. Probably oh, okay. Zed, Zed has some crazy post hooks and a lot of dunks in high school because he played with Andre Cabello, Illinois, at Illinois. So whole bunch of drop offs, whole bunch of dunks. So yeah. yeah. Uh, last year was an unbelievable regular season for you guys. Then you make a run through the Big Ten tournament to the tournament title game into overtime before going down. What do you remember about that experience, that one specific game? Uh, I just remember me not shooting the ball well at all that game. Uh, it was a great game, though. It was winning the overtime, good experience, good environment, because uh, that was probably like the first time fans can really be there. Uh, but yeah, that game was a good experience. Hope to get back in that situation. Yeah. When you were in the 215 game and you got upset, how long did it take for you to pick your head up and 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 just kind of get over it and move on to the next thing? You got to in life, honestly. I, it probably took me like a week. I still haven't forgot about it. I still feel uh, feel some type of way about that game. But um, yeah. just you just got to get over it. Just got to keep working, keep improving. Uh, just hope that doesn't happen again. Make sure it doesn't happen again. So. Is that the type of thing – where like you or a coach will put a picture of that up in a locker room or something to remind you of a Oral Roberts game? Or is it like, no, no, we just move on, but take the lessons from it and try not to think about it? Uh, I don't think anybody's forgotten about that, honestly. So you don't need to put a picture up or uh, talk about it all the time for us to remember that. So yeah, yeah we are remember that very, very much. What was it like doing those NBA elite camps last summer was it intimidating are you nervous at all do you feel like it's a job interview no I don't at all when I play basketball I feel like it's, it's very natural I feel like interviews are more like uh nervous to me I I get more nervous but when it comes to basketball I do that every single day uh but uh going to those camps it was different honestly I was playing the wing uh I really didn't get to play the wing because I went from straight five to wing in the camp so uh, it was just a new experience so I was trying to learn uh, happy I went through that to know I was like and have you been able to this season take some of those things that they said you need to work on have you been able to implement them yeah no doubt uh just getting better condition wise they want to see me play on the perimeter more guard people uh be able to shoot the ball handle the ball uh, and I felt like I've been doing that so far I have a lot of room for improvement and just going to get better from there yeah uh all right would you rather posterize a dude with a dunk or swat away somebody as they're trying to posterize someone with a dunk i like blocking shots blocking shots is fun i just feel like it takes a lot of confidence for people but i would i would say dunk on somebody yeah definitely posterize. yeah dunking uh, is more fun than blocking yeah because it is it's a cooler picture on that, so i've never been the athlete you are but i always think instead of swatting it into the fifth row, if only you could hold it, if yeah. you could just hold on to it and then you, it, the ball doesn't go out of bounds again. Is that way harder than I think it is to do? Naturally, I just I just swing. I don't think about catching the ball. I, I've, I've caught it before, but naturally, I just don't think about catching it. But yeah, I think it's harder than what people think because in the moment you jump, it's a lot of timing and all that, all that sort of stuff, so. Yeah. All right, you've been great with your time. I know you got a practice to get to in a second, but before you go, we're going to do before you go. These are four questions unrelated to anything at all. You ready? Yep. Number one, give me the story about your family 
that you like to tell that makes you laugh, whether it's a vacation you went on or playing games or something from your childhood? What makes you laugh when you think about your family? <laughs> uh, I think about this time we were at Six Flags and it's like a, I think it's called, we were at the uh, amusement park. We were at Six Flags, the water park. And my dad tried to fit into this little tube with me and my little brother and sister that were twins. And he could, he like fell off in the middle of the ride. And that was probably <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen. Cause my little sister laughed for probably about three weeks straight. <laughs> that was probably quite a sight. <laughs> oh, definitely. Number two, this is a crazy year with a ton of people eligible, but who should be the big 10 player of the year? me i think I, I just don't think people affect the game as well as i do uh do the things that i do um, i'm a team player i don't shoot as many shots as a lot of other guys but i'm efficient when it comes to it but i just think uh just affecting the game in different ways i, I don't see anyone doing it like me that's the right answer yeah. that's the right answer although it's a crazy competition with johnny davis with keegan with kofi coburn with Jaden ivy like it's a crazy yeah. year for that man yeah this league is very talented and uh, those guys bring a lot to the table. So, By the way, is Kofi Shaq, I mean, is he 11 feet tall in real life and we're just pretending he's not? Shaq is a Shaq is Shaq, but Kofi is Kofi. And Kofi is a, a really good player. He's huge. He's, he's a big guy. But yeah. All pro sports now. What are the teams, the teams that you stick with, you watch whenever you can? Uh, I've been a Lakers fan since Kobe. Uh, that's why uh, I like watching Shaq. Shaq is my actually my favorite big man of all time. That's why we're 32. But uh I'm a Lakers fan. It's it's kind of tough to watch them right now. But uh yeah, still trying to decide who I want to win the Super Bowl because I was a Rams fan growing up because they were so close to me in St. Louis. Right. But I also like Joe Burrow a lot because he's a buckeye as well. So yeah, it's kind of rough right there. <laughs> all right, number four. Wh uh, which Ohio State football player would make the best basketball player? Garrett Wilson, I, I think people forgot about his highlights when he was in Texas. He definitely a high jumper. Uh, he, he was actually a buck. I think he had a couple offers to him, like a couple mid-major D1 schools. So, yeah. All right. Have you ever played pickup with him? No, I have not. I have not. Because you'd smoke him, wouldn't you? No comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> EJ, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. And uh, remind me, it's bad news, Michi? Yeah. Bad News Johnson. That's what they call him. Yeah. Bad News Johnson. I love it. Thanks for your time, man. Cool. Appreciate it. That was EJ Liddell. Pretty good guy, huh? My thanks to him for joining me and to you for listening from the Big Ten Network in Chicago. I'm Mike Hall. We'll see you next time.